This episode of Kindred Spirits is brought to you in part by Mundy Development. Whether you're beginning your first real estate purchase or you're a seasoned investor, Mundy Development can assist you with all aspects of the process. Kick off your next investment by visiting mundydev.com. That's M-U-N-D-Y-D-E-V.com. You are now listening to Kindred Spirits Podcast on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to Kindred Spirits here on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Ted here, John here, top of the table, Washington That's Spirit, right. having a laugh. Crazy, crazy, crazy game. We got to never got in doubt. Up. Ted, never in doubt. We <laughs> talked about this having to be a few ah, points. There was Never some doubt, doubt, man. There was there was some doubt. No, we'll, not at all. We'll, we'll get into it. Uh, John, first day to my friend. Hope your hope your weekend treated you well. It was good. I got to I got to watch some good soccer, some bad soccer, everything in between. Uh, this this game was this game was something. This game yeah. really was something. It was probably the most exciting game of the year. Yeah, I would say so. Which, that's and right. If, I think that's probably. I think it's almost undeniable with the way the second half went. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what's what's uh. How was your you you were busy, Ted? You had a you had an unfortunate weekend. If you don't listen to the United ninety six show, Ted is a kickers fan. Died died in the wool, bred <laughs> bred and born, whatever. Uh, and he was unable to watch the Henny Derby, which is I, I was unable to gonna, watch live. I was able to we're watch. We're not going to talk. We're not going to talk about League One uh, men's <laughs> soccer on the on the on the Spirit podcast. Suffice it to say. That was that the game is very very important to Ted to watch and he wasn't able to watch it so yes but he did get to watch the Spirit game yeah I did get to watch the, the Spirit game. game and I got to watch I got to watch I got to watch the games on the TV so I was not completely shut out just I I I, I like my live soccer and we all we all like live soccer here on this show and sure um, but the Spirit and and you know honestly too we had a, we had F one this weekend too which I forgot to mention which was which was also on Sunday <laughs> and fun to watch so. Which you uh, forgot to mention. <laughs> how dare you not mention that you watched the F one on our, our yeah, dude, Alex Albon, <laughs> man, P seven, man, that was that was good for me. I've I've I seem to pick the teams that I, I like the the underdog teams and, and as you wear a Liverpool jersey, yeah, as I wear a Liverpool jersey, <laughs> they used to be. I mean, trust me, there were some bad times early mid two thousands to to late two thousands for 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 Liverpool. Uh, but all right, let's get into it. Let's talk Washington Spirit. Uh, Washington Spirit coming away three two winners in a wild game. Uh, for the Kansas City Current, um, I would say for Washington Spirit fans, maybe the DiCaprio smapping their fingers and pointing uh, type of meme, as we witnessed very similarly uh, what happened to us in 2021. This felt very much a carbon copy, um, and very similarly, I, I'd sort of forgotten that like Dabinia is on the Current, mm-hmm. and like I, they mentioned some of the players, and I'm like, wow, how is this team so bad? Like, how are they bottom of the table? Because they certainly don't feel like it. And in those first two first first half or so they certainly didn't look it um for yeah morgan, morgan gatreau who i forgot played for them after she she was in chicago and now this is her first game uh for the for the current so yeah they, they made some moves it's just not worked out for them yet but yeah we made some history the spirit are go down <laughs> in the record books thank god we're the the uh we're a party to the fastest goal in nwsl history it, yeah. the game the game got started and then the ball in the net it just could sort of, sort of happened kind of randomly there yeah uh, go ahead I was saying definitely a shell shock team. Unfortunate for Jarena is the one who ends up with the with the error. We've talked about how good she looked last game. This was not a strong game for her, and and um, I think she is the unfortunate person to end up with the ball sort of sliding into her, and then she kind of plays a inch perfect pass. Uh, 
Great to the ball. goal scorer. Great through ball. <laughs> oh, own assist. Is there like an own assist type of? There is uh, now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. What were you going to say? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I was. I was going to just talk about what happened. Yeah, that was. Uh, it was sort of uh, unbelievable. They, they also was it Sam Staub that was sort of backpedaling uh, the attacker. Not she seemed she seemed to not engage in a way that I would prefer. The ball the mm-hmm. ball was able to be moved because she didn't really in- aggressively engage. Not that I'm criticizing how Sam Staub plays because she's the Iron Woman who is who some people have been talking about a potential like last minute surprise replacement uh, for Becky Sauerbrunn on the, on the national team for the World Cup, which would be hilarious to have her first call and be like, "Yeah, no, you're informed. Let's go. Well, you're you're coming. <laughs> you're coming with us." Uh, but yeah, no, uh, the spirit. Uh, Twenty three seconds uh, after the opening whistle. Uh, they they go down, and I think yeah. the vibes were not good. I I felt like that there was a certain after last season. There's there's like a thing that happens where you're just like, okay, not our time. We're gonna lose this one too. Fine. <laughs> well, it Fine. went before before it was like before it was like all right, bad goal. They looked a little shell shocked. I thought they weren't playing their best, um, and then it goes from bad to worse after a inerrant hand handling call. Uh, Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the fact that the, the, the by the way, a yellow card earning uh, bench disagreement, but by, by Mark Parsons. And so, and I I tend to I tend to agree with him a little bit. And this is a this is not a I guess what was most interesting about this is this is this was not a you know not a pro newbie. This was a FIFA official. I, I haven't looked at the name, but she was wearing the FIFA badge, and that is they are the highest level. That is the highest level you can achieve as a referee. So this was certainly not somebody. Uh, who was a new referee? I Can she, does she make the call in VAR, or is it the is the booth making the call? I I don't. I, she's the one making the call because she goes over to the monitor. So the notion is you cannot make your body unnaturally bigger. And I would argue, as a, I would argue, and and again, I'm there's there's bias all around with this. Yep. yep. But she, when I I don't know what else you want. Ashley Hatch to do. She's going up to win a header. She's her arms are out so she can maintain her balance coming down and she doesn't just like fall over. That to me is a natural position. She is clearly not trying to intentionally handle the ball. She is behind the play. Maybe they would argue, well, she has her armed out because she knows she missed it. Um, I don't know that that just seems a incredibly harsh, harsh handling call to make um, to, to give a penalty and, 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 you know, if we didn't have the amazing comeback to talk about, could have really sealed up this game. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it seemed it seemed like a harsh, a very harsh call for on the spirit. Um, you got to jump like a pogo stick in NWSL. <laughs> yeah, that's how you got to keep your arms and elbows tucked inside when you jump. Got to be like a '90s grunge dance. Yeah, I guess so. And I don't know the, the, the handling rule. The handling law has become so so convoluted, and I feel like it's almost been created. It's been it's been created in such a way that you can make an argument. If the referee makes the call, the booth people in the booth, the rules experts or the laws experts, they really should really should call them law experts in my mind because it's laws, not rules. But the the Christina uncles of the world can justify just about anything with handling to say, well, it's it's unnaturally bigger because it's against the body. I was like, well, wouldn't coming down from a header make you anyway? It's I don't know. I I kind of disagreed that that was a, I thought that was a really harsh call. Um, Natalie Simon is the referee, by the way. Natalie Simon, too. I, I've not heard of her again. I'm not. I guess I'm not as up on on the. <laughs> Ted doesn't have his, his his FIFA referees uh, <laughs> fantasy league that he's a part of. No, 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 no. That would be a good idea. No, yeah. See, I just, there you go. 
Patreon. I don't know how you would. How would you? How would you even score that? Would it be like? Would it be like yellow card? I don't know. Br. You, I don't you, know how you go. You get like the. You get. You get the pro referee scoring that they give the refs after the game, <laughs> and then that, and that's how you score them. I had to figure that out. Anyway. Um, anyway, uh, harsh call uh, for the spirit. Uh, but again, they're down to nothing. And uh, I mean, really, I I think you kind of felt in this game had started to drop a little bit and mm-hmm. maybe this team was going to suffer a pretty bad loss. Tony Miola was saying that basically uh, Mark Parsons bad vibes on the sideline were going to infect the team with <laughs> negativity. I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. I don't know about that, Tony. I don't think that's really what's going to happen. Cause I think they, they were all thinking what he said or that it was just like, I don't know what you want us to do. Yeah. So, you know, we I was wondering, are are we going to get to halftime with a two nothing deficit? But very quickly, uh, that was not the case. Dorian Bailey, I'm trying to think it was if it was her assist to get to Ashley Sanchez or did she just pick the ball up where she was? Uh, I, I don't know. Either either way, Ashley Sanchez uh, makes a run. Ashley Hatch makes a decoy run to pull the defenders, the center backs away to give her a lane to shoot. Enables her to side foot a ball that bounces six times into the net past this, the current keeper in the 20, uh, 36 minute, 36 minute. So, yeah. So you, it, so you're like, all right, well, all right, here's a chance there. There were a, a, quite, it was pretty open half. There was an opportunity for the current to score. Uh, I'm trying to remember if it was Dabinia. I think it might've been Dabinia where she had to come out. It was offsides. Never mind. But she, uh, Aubrey Bledsoe does her thing where she strips the ball off of a, attacker's foot. Uh, she did that again. She did her Spider-Man routine, but it was, it was getting, it was open. Yeah. And just getting there. I think Ashley Sanchez had her strongest, one of her strongest games of the year. Um, she had another, there was, I can't remember exactly when it happened, but just her, she had sort of a ball and then she was able, she, I think she had a defender closing and she kind of did this little depth, little touch to kind of get around the defender or to bring the ball down and to continue moving forward. It was an absolutely uh, incredible play. I, I really, she is like, I, I, I love watching Ashley Hatch. She's an excellent finisher. I love watching um, Trinity Rodman. Trinity Rodman's incredible speed, directness, can move the ball very quickly. You just I, love the sauce that Sanchito has. I love the sauce. Ashley Sanchez, it's, it's you know, I think we, when we talked about, um, when we talked about, uh, you know, we talked about when Lucho was here and there were certain players that you watch and you leave. You know, I think everybody's excited about Trinity Rodman. She gets a lot of attention um, because of who she is on the field. Ashley Hatch is obviously the goal scorer. But I think when 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 Ashley Sanchez goes out and have a good game, you leave there thinking like Ashley Sanchez is one of the best one of the better play, best players out there. Um, mm-hmm. And she was that in this game. And I think this game does not turn the way it does without her uh, without her play. Um, but otherwise that I mean, I mean, <laughs> we talk about KC nearly having three. Uh, left wide open. I, I had to go back and look, I guess, at who um, who might have been responsible for that. But very lucky to that the third goal for Casey was called offside. Um, or maybe not, because maybe then they could have still escaped to the point. I'm not sure. But I will say that this roster that Kansas City has should not be on nine points. Yeah. It is a surprise. Just looking at sort of the players that are that are there. DiBernardo, De Bernardo, uh CC Kaiser, Morgan Gautreau. Uh, this is not a this is not a this is not a bad team. And yeah. this is it's a bit of a surprise that they're that they're just having such a rough season. But it, uh, it's I mean it's sometimes I would have said it, the same thing about us last yeah, year. Yeah, right? obviously la- we had the same thing last year where it's just like nothing's going right and you're giving up. I mean this team, I Kansas City, I think for the most part, I think there were maybe a couple opportunities. 
Uh, but Kansas City was kind of cruising, I'd say, for about 80 minutes. Yeah, they gave up the the nice goal for Ashley Sanchez. But I don't recall really any major opportunities that the Spirit had or, or really any sort of big. There were a couple blocks, a couple, you know, maybe some buildup and tax, but nothing you could quantify and say, hey, that's a that's a, a big opportunity that they had. They only had three shots on goal in this game. Um, so not the a spirit. prolific. Yeah, the Spirit, not a prolific offensive performance from the Spirit. No, they were. They had forty five percent of the ball. They had only one big chance. Mm-hmm. They had less. They had less accurate passes. They were. It was a, not statistically a game in which you'd say that you know if you couldn't see the scoreline, you would not have assumed the outcome. But uh, let's talk about the outcome. So in the second half, uh, Paige Mateer once again the the Air Jordan on corners. <laughs> Uh, this one actually Lena Solano, I probably her first assist of the year. I'm not sure, but I would, I would be willing to bet that's probably the case off the corner. Uh, she rises up five ten, dunks it in. That's what she does. That's her third goal of the year. I believe mm-hmm. second on headers, uh, just a great weapon. I was something we've been talking about this every week. We talk about how is it that she was able to be undrafted, uh, and get into this league. I think it all only thing it tells you is about the number of that you should not be necessarily concerned about league expansion is that the, <laughs> the, de- the depth might show up. You might be able to do just fine. Yeah. I mean, and we talk about to Solano also getting an assist, another player who was late, um, late in the draft and is, is proven to be really well. Um, and we talk about too, we, another player that, that spirit drafted a couple years ago, Tara Mickey shifted to defense has it's difficult in a game. I guess that ends to nothing that you can really like, praise a defense too much. Uh, but I mean, she had just I some monster moments. Maybe she maybe isn't as marked up on her uh, on the defensive side of the ball. There's a lot of traffic, a lot of Casey traffic on the first goal, but just had a couple moments where just absolutely just monster tackles that broke up play that prevented play from happening. Um, and then she is the beneficiary of the game winning goal uh, gets to show that striker's ability that she's had. Um, a ball over the top. Dorian Bailey is the one who played the cross in a yep. really, really nice cross. She holds her run. She holds herself on side and then just slots it into the back of the net. Um, and really a, a shell shocked KC finds themselves down three to two uh, massive comeback. And really the spirit do a good job holding on one moment. I think for Trinity Raman is Trinity Raman. I think late in the game moves up the field. And I was, and I think both Parsons and I had the same idea, which is like, take it to the sideline, take it to the sideline. She wants to go get the goal. She wants to go get glory. And uh, it nearly, I think, could have wasted some more time on the field, um, especially when Dominia came right back the other way. Uh, but the team, I thought, did a good job kind of holding it up, um, sort of preventing any type of major chances. Uh, and I say you learn a lot about a team when they when they pl- maybe don't come out as well. I don't think they were the better side in this game. 3-2 is certainly not a fair result, um, but they come away with the win nonetheless. So... Um, Dorian I think Baylor that's player. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I would say Dorian Bailey player of the match. There's another sequence. I'm trying to, I thought it was the Sanchez goal, but where she takes the ball right out of the back line and dribbles it all the way through midfield and plays an attacker on a, on a perfect ball. She was, she was outstanding. Uh, again, we talk every week about, I think someone tweeted it and I said, yes. So say we all, it was, I think a Rose room collective saying just once again, wanting to apologize to Mark Parsons for being very wrong about your defensive t- the conversions. Both players are doing fantastic. The good thing is this team is going to be decimated by by uh, the World Cup. The back line's not going to change. Gabby Carl, who was uh, theoretically a nail on 
prospect for to go play with Canada apparently isn't going to make the team. So you've got your whole four are going to be there and playing every game. So that's good. That's great. <laughs> um, I, I believe this is the that was the last game before camp. Maybe the Thorns game is. Do you do you know what the 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 date they're? I, I, I feel, I I feel do like not know. I don't think we're I don't think we're there yet. I think we still have a couple in a, another couple weeks. I um, think it it was something that was June and began with a two. So it's 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 something in the next 10 days um, that I saw on Twitter. But like I said, that that that's an opportunity there where the back line will not change. The attack has always been what is going to happen here. Uh, when the team gets hollowed out and attack, I still think it's not going to be great. What's it? You have the other day. You you might be right. Well, I, I'm reading um I'm reading an article here. It says they will have a send off match on July 9th. So I would say I would say they're probably they're probably here for next week, and then I would say I hope so against the yeah. Thorns. That's a that's a huge matchup to lose your. I mean, the Thorns will also be hollowed out a little bit as You're, well, but probably not as much as the Spirit. June June 26th is when they're released. Oh, um, okay, great. So then they will be there for this game. Hey folks, quick break in the action to talk to you about the show's sponsor today, Monday Development. Everybody knows the three rules of real estate are location, location, location. But how can you decide on the best professional to serve your needs? For the past 20 years, Monday Development has assisted clients, investors, and landlords with real estate and property management services throughout the DMV. For more information, check out mondaydev.com. That's M-U-N. D-Y-D-E-V.com. Yes. I actually have been there for this game. June 23rd. That is an important game. They've got I this this is real this is real stuff. You gotta at least get a draw here. Mm-hmm. Uh I think that that's really important as the way the rest of this because if we're looking at the if you're looking at the spirit uh schedule, so let's look at that real quick. Uh fixtures. So you've got uh June 23rd against the Thorns. And then July 1st, so that's after the release. So this will be before the World Cup break, but after, but the players will be gone. You got Orlando Pride at home. That's a game you probably should win. You play July 8th against San Diego Wave, who will be Alex Morganless, probably Taylor, maybe Taylor Corniakless. I'm not sure. She was in the she was sort of around the uh Naomi Gurma probably is not gonna be playing for that. And then you don't play again until the twenty second, and that's a challenge cup. And then who cares? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the Challenge Cup, I think, is I think I think we can officially close the book on. <laughs> I mean, maybe they can make a maybe they can win these next three games. I and, didn't realize they were home and away. I thought I thought that I thought that were already kind of toes. I didn't realize they were going to play each of those teams one more time. So you could I mean, all the same teams are going to be in the same bucket as you. Yeah. So it's interesting. So the teams that they're going to play, when does the world World Cup, at, the, the, the final, the final is August 20th. So conceivably. So all these games. Okay. So the yeah. whole challenge cup. So they're going to have one, two, and three. We don't know four. if the U S could have an absolutely awful world cup. I think there's a lot of red flags out there with the players that they're now missing. Uh, no could. Mallory Swanson, Mo, no Becky Sauerbrunn. Um, I think, I think they'll still make a run, but there's a lot of injuries on this team now that has me a little concerned. Um, heading Robin's into about to cut them up. That's what's about yeah. to happen. She's about to get, she's about to get yeah. world famous. You know, I look at, you know, Roosevelt coming off injury. I look at Mallory Swanson not being there. I if I had a dark horse candidate for a player, I mean, we talk about uh, the last World Cup cycle. That was kind of Rose Lavelle's ascendancy in that game. I mean, she won the bronze ball. I would put Ashley Sanchez on the list of players that I think could have that type of moment um, where they really I don't think they'll be they'd be the golden ball, but a bronze ball would not be out. She'd be my dark horse choice for like a bronze ball type candidate. If if the if the U.S. Uh, women's team goes on a World Cup uh, World Cup type run. 
I'd love to see her play for Lyon in the in the off season. If that were the case, I think that would be a great opportunity for her to just get sort of showcase herself a little bit. Yeah. Gr- granted, you know, I want her back clearly, but see, <laughs> what, what was the date you said was the end? Of the, was the final August what? August twentieth. So we're looking okay, at so- we're looking at we're looking at three league games. I would say I would say four. I do not think they're after they're going to get some time off. For they're sure. going to get some. There's going to and if they win, there's going even if they won't, don't win, if they make a run or they go deep, there's going to be some send off games. I'm willing to bet between it will that. Be also, it's written in. It's got to be written into their uh, CBA about sort of that about this break about how long they get as a as a release. Yeah, I mean the one the one interesting thing the one interesting thing is that you know no longer no longer I mean they are still employed by U.S. Soccer, but there was always. With NWSL, there was always an issue where a lot of the national team players, because their contract was with U.S. soccer and not the teams, U.S. soccer had an incredible amount of control. That's not really the case anymore. All the league, I think the league now pays pays the salary for the players. Obviously, Trini Raman, Trini Raman's probably actually making more money from her NWSL contract than she is from her U.S. soccer from her U.S. soccer contract. I'm willing to bet. So yep. I will be curious. Maybe we see them come back for the 27th. Maybe they get a break then. Maybe there's some sort of send-off game that they play in a couple weeks, and then September 3rd, right back at it. Um, because I don't think there's the... There's not the what happened you know, previously where U.S. soccer was like, we don't care. These, guys, these players need a break. They'll come back when they're ready. It's a little bit of a different scenario now with the contracts and where everything is. So be curious. I'm, uh, I'm trying to quickly scan the CBA as we're talking. Uh, <laughs> There is a whole section about the season schedule and mid-season, in-season break. Uh, nothing about that. Na- the words national team do not appear in the table of contents. So for whatever that's worth. Either way, uh, we're looking at. All right, let's, let's look at what those games are. Because I want to. So the Thorns, we're going to have the full complement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orlando Pride. I think that's winnable with whatever configuration we have. San Diego Wave, they're going to be a little bit handicapped as well. The Challenge Cup, so the Courage, Gotham, and Pride. Gotham, I don't believe, will be too affected. Most of their national team players. Kelly O'Hara is going to go, apparently. Yeah. Um, By the way, we didn't talk about this on the show, Aubrey Blood, so it was leaked that she's going to go. She'll be on the team, so congrats to her. Uh, She will, unfortunately, be the first goalkeeper there, but that's (laughs) what she wanted when our interview, we talked about it before, so she's going to get what she wants. Uh, Orlando Pride again, and Houston Dash. I'm trying to think about teams that are going to be. I, I I don't I don't I think that they might be close to full strength. Uh, Rachel Daly, did she come back? Is she still on the the Dash, or did she uh, not come back from Devin? They won't have Devin Kerr. I believe Devin Kerr is no no Canada. Yeah, she'll, she'll um, probably be there. I'm looking. Um, Michelle uh, Prince, I think, isn't she a big player for Canada? So I think mm-hmm. she will not be there. So that's probably pretty big. So, I mean, they're, they're going to be players that are going to be uh, that are going to be not on the roster. And again, we're we're still learning a little bit. On our, they look, on they our... look OK. Jane Campbell is their starter. She'll still be there. Ebony Salmon, I believe um, she probably wins. I don't know when the last time she's played for the national team. She. Uh, has four caps, so she's not a guaranteed player there. Mm-hmm. Diana is, is Mexico in the World Cup? No, they are not. Uh, they are not. So I, I think it's very possible that they're they're sort of full strength. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just a question of what can these young these young players that have gotten 
a lot more opportunities in the beginning of the season than I thought. I think uh, Chloe's uh, going to get a real opportunity to play now. The, the, the training wheels are about to come off her a little bit uh, as we talk about the youngest player, the second youngest player uh, in NWSL history. Uh, Chloe's definitely going to be a player that is going to have to pick up some slack for the Ashley Sanchez role will be hers, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it will be. And you took about Solano potentially being a player that can have a big, really has an opportunity here to go out to win some matches, to go win some games. I'll be curious to see if there are any other signings that come through. There's a, um, there's a rumored, there's one that is rumored. Uh, a player that I do not know, but I probably should know. <laughs> she plays uh, for, she was going to sign for Arsenal, but I think we may have intercepted the deal. Are you, are you familiar with what I speak? I I saw the saw the story. I saw the rumor. I did not remember the player's name and who it was, but I remember she plays for the. I think it's the Manchester United. I want to say Alicia Russo mm-hmm. is her name. So that that is a player that is. Although I heard a com- conflicting story. This is this is new territory for Spirit fans, where we have like active rumors <laughs> that maybe BS and maybe factual. Who knows? Really, women's women's soccer in general, because there is just not the. There is not the coverage. There is not the. I mean, remember the. I think the Jarena signing was like an accidental leak on a press release, and mm-hmm. they had to remove the spirit part because it wasn't quite agreed to, um, or the contract wasn't quite agreed to yet. So, um, a lot of that, a lot of that type of stuff. This is not like this is not like the men's side, and you know it's getting better. Certainly, there's certainly a lot more coverage, but there's not the men's side where there's like every single agent or player has a has a has a link. So. Ars, Ars blog says that uh, that deal is happening okay. uh, as of June 15th to, to them. So who knows? Maybe there maybe there'd be a move. It would be great to have a proven forward to back them up. It'd be very funny if Terry Mickey Owens like comes down from the Raptors. Like uh, <laughs> you hear, you hear a, a glass breaking and all of a sudden she's like, number nine's back, baby. I'm here to, <laughs> I'm here to do my thing. I, I so just realized, too, that she has the number nine jersey it's and hilarious. she's playing center defense. It cracks me up. And I talk about it every time in the press box. I'm like, can we? I asked Sam, the, the press guy, can we? Is there What's the rules on mid, mid-season jersey switches? Because this kind of just like makes my brain itch a little bit every time I see it. <laughs> but I am, but I am, you know, we talk about I'm a little, you know, concerned about the offense, but I'm, you know, Barney gets a, gets a random start in the middle of things. So the cobwebs have been a little knocked off there. So she's going to play. She'll be ready to play. The back line is in good form. Uh, the mm-hmm. midfield is, I would love if Bailey Feist was back from injury. She's still not. Uh, Paige Mateo is not going anywhere. Uh, Marissa Shiva will be gone because I, I believe Iowa's in the World Cup. I think that's why she made the transfer. Uh, Sanchez likely gone. Andy Sullivan likely gone. Uh, yeah, man. It, it'll, it'll be interesting. It's going to be very, very, very interesting to see how they make the numbers. There's going to be a lot of players who are not used to the time they're getting. <laughs> Starting, starting every game. Nicole Douglas is going to get a lot of, a lot more run. She's going to start a lot of games. I mean, I think the bright side is there aren't as many. I, I there aren't as many league games, and I think the the, I think I think uh, NWSL is making the right call by using the Challenge Cup as kind of to fill in that roster and to and to get that tournament moving and um, use it as sort of a way to get some um, opportunities to players who kind of get lost down the. Uh, Lost down the lost down the packing order a bit. So yep. um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for the World Cup. I'm excited to see, you know, who can sort of maybe rise to the top. And, and you know, if this team kind of can hang around, I, I'm not expecting this team to hold on to first. I think I think you're going to see them slip a little bit. Um, 
But again, a lot of the other teams at the top also have a lot of national team players that are going away. So this is really going to be a test of who has the best depth. Um, I think whoever en- ends up on top, if the spirit can hold on to first, if they can stay kind of in that hunt, um, I think it sets up really well for this team coming back from the World Cup break to maybe make a run and and certainly be in that conversation. So, um, yeah, I uh, don't. Is there anything else you wanted to to drop or anything else we wanted to talk about? You're going to nope, do your, uh, your Thursday show. Um, yep. There will be, there will be that, that will occur. Uh, so if you want to hear that separate show that covers decent, how do, how do we do that, John? How do, uh, we, how do people you do, do that? that? And <laughs> only way you can do that is to go to patreon.com slash RK refugees and sign up to support the show at the $5 tier. And then you get it two episodes a week. Most, most weeks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With a big asterisk next to that for like, if life uh, gets in the way, but everybody understands that. But yeah, no, I think it's a, I think it's a good, it's a good opportunity, particularly as the news breaks during the midweek and press availability happens. You can, uh, you can hear what that is faster. So yep. do that. Uh, and also, I was just looking at this. I think what we're gonna do is during the break, uh, I'm gonna get some of these young players on the show, get some mm-hmm. interviews with some of these uh, players that are getting pushed into a more of a, a prominent role, so we get to know them a little bit better because they are mostly a mystery. I think to most fans, I think the I think the district press has done some stuff uh, uh, spotlighting them. They did. I know there was an interview that they all did at the beginning of the season, but I think I want to know who they are a little bit more. So look out for that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. We will catch you guys next week. Vamos. Vamos. Thanks again to our show sponsor, Monday Development, available to help you with all of your real estate needs. To get started on your next real estate investment, visit mondaydev.com. That's M-U-N-D-Y-D-E-V.com.